The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. up our conversation on NFL awards. Ken Barkley going to tell you what we're doing with comeback player of the year where DeMar Hamlin, despite like never playing, is now a minus 500 favorite. God bless him. I will talk comeback player of the year coming up in a little bit. Then we'll start giving you our bets for tonight. NHL, bets of steel. NBA, best of the best. And side total and props for Thursday Night Football with the Chargers and the Raiders. And just for our live audience, Max Crosby and Devontae Adams both going to play for the Raiders tonight. Josh Jacobs not expected to play. Keenan Allen obviously ruled out yesterday for the Bolts. But joining us right now to kick off the Power Hour, great to have him back on the show, the maestro of matchups, our good friend Evan Silva, who does an awesome job covering the National Football League, fantasy football, DFS, sports betting, for our friends over at Establish the Run, EstablishTheRun.com, and a co-host of the ETR NFL podcast on Twitter, at Evan Silva. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Week 15 in the NFL to you and yours. 
Absolutely. Same to you guys. Thanks for having me back on. Evan, what are you doing with uh, with tonight's game? I feel like we've had a bunch of people on. We've asked them about it. Gotten a lot of different answers, which I guess you can imagine, right? It, you know, you got a ton of quarterback uncertainty, a lot of backup skill position players that are going to play, and two teams that are kind of out of the playoffs. Feels like that's kind of a cocktail for basically anything goes. Uh, the betting market for the game, as I'm sure you've seen, Raiders a three-point home favorite, total 35, so very low total. This could just be props, but just any thoughts you have, kind of like helping us solve the mystery here. Like, what kind of game do you think we're going to get tonight? Yeah, I have two takes on this, and they're both props. And the first one is Easton Stick rushing overs, and I'm, I'm betting ladders with, with this guy because he can really run the ball. Uh, the the successor to Carson Wentz at North Dakota State, Easton Stick over his final two seasons in college, ran for 29 touchdowns. He goes to the combine in 2019, runs a 4.62 in the preseason. He has averaged the equivalent of about 23 rushing yards per game in the preseason with three rushing touchdowns. So I'm looking at betting him certainly his um uh his just his basic you know straight out prop which i think is minus 110 uh 19 and a half rushing yards love that love the over on that but also like betting him you know to run for 25 plus to run for 40 plus to run for 30 plus to run for you know even 50 plus which i think you could get like 500 uh, plus 500 plus 600 i just i especially with all the injuries to the um uh, the receiver core, you know, they, it should it should be a very big part of the Chargers game plan to feature Easton Stick's speed as a runner. And then the other one I would look at is, is Quentin Johnston stuff. And I don't have anything specific on Quentin Johnston, but uh, they showed a, a little bit of a connection last week. Uh, Easton Stick hit Quentin Johnston on two big plays down the field. Quentin Johnston is going to be out there. 90% of the snaps uh, due to the injury to Keenan Allen and spent a lot of time with the twos with Easton Stick in training camp and preseason because at that point, Quentin Johnson had not yet earned a starting job. So uh, I would just look at the Quentin Johnson stuff, but I, I really like specifically the Easton Stick rushing stuff. All right, so there you have it, Evan. Give a good breakdown on Thursday Night Football. I, Ken and I will talk about this game later. This feels like... A lot of different things could happen. We'll see what happens coming up tonight with the Chargers and the Raiders. Evan, let's turn our attention to, uh, let's go to one of the Saturday games first. And expectations you have, Evan, for the Lions offense and their quarterback, Jared Goff, to maybe get back on track at home coming up on Saturday. And I know you like Lions home games like underneath the dome there up against uh, the Denver Broncos. I mean, this is a simple one, you know, and it's over one and a half passing touchdowns for Jared Goff against the Broncos at home. You want to bet on the Lions when they're at home. Jared Goff has had some rough games recently, but over the course of the season and really over the course of his career, you know, going back to when he played in Cali with the Rams, he went to, to Cal Berkeley. He's always had pretty extreme at-home splits. Like he is a quarterback who has small hands, and they, can be, they tend to be more affected by weather than quarterbacks with big hands and Jared Goff has small hands and he need and he needs like cleanliness. He needs, he needs to be in a comfortable situation and I, and he should be in a, a largely comfortable situation at home 
against the Broncos. So over one and a half passing TDs for Jared Goff. Evan, what are you doing with this Bears-Browns game on Sunday? Where It's, it's really funny because we're going to do comeback player of the year in the next segment. I'm sure Joe Flacco's name will come up. Uh, they signed him to a contract with like a millions of dollars in incentives today. Obviously, like no longer on the practice squad. Like part of the roster, again, going to start every game the rest of the season. But the Browns got like a billion injuries. So I don't, I don't know. Flacco's going to win, but they are a three, three and a half point favorite at home against the Bears in this game. The total's 38 and a half. Uh, what do we like here? See, I think this is a game where the magic kind of runs out for Joe Flacco. And Joe Flacco is strong in the pocket. He could still throw it downfield. You know, we saw that on two passes to David Njoku last week. But um, Dewan Jones, stud, rookie right tackle, done for the year for the Browns. Jedrick Will, starting left tackle, done for the year for the Browns. Jack Conklin, you know, has, has long been out. And Ethan Posich, their underrated center, got injured last week. I don't know if he's going to be able to play next stinger. And the Bears defense, since they acquired Montez Sweat, and they, they've faced a, a pretty light schedule of, of uh, opposing quarterbacks. So, you know, there there is some context there. But um, th- this defense has played really, really well. They have a bunch of first and second year players. And those dudes are kind of like starting to come together. Jalen Johnson has been an absolute stud as a perimeter cornerback in his contract year. Uh, I think that the the magic kind of runs out for Joe Flacco here. And I I took the Browns under team total, under 17 and a half at plus 140. You better, you bet here with Nick and Ken on a Thursday, getting bets for week 15 in the National Football League with our friend Evan Silva from Establish the Run, the ETR NFL podcast. You play fantasy, you play DFS, you bet on sports. We say this with Mike Gallagher in the NBA also. You got to check out EstablishTheRun.com. Evan, let's go to the uh, the AFC South for this Titans-Texans game and uh, your expectations for the uh, the Tennessee run game here going up against D'Amico Ryans and the Houston Texans defense. Yeah, and really over the course of, of 2023, have had a lot of success kind of being able to pinpoint games where Derrick Henry is going to go off and this is the spot because Derrick Henry tends to go off when the Titans win. You want him in positive game script. The Titans are, I believe, three-point favorites at home. So, you know, they're, they're favored. You like that. And then the Texans, I mean, there is not a more injured team in the NFL right now than Houston. And that trickles down to, like, even Blake Cashman, you know, uh, inside linebacker who suffered a multi-week hamstring injury. Last week, we know about all the offensive injuries. C.J. Stroud is not going to play. Tank Dell is out. I don't think Nico Collins is going to play. Um, the Texans are not a good team at all in their current state, and they're certainly not as good as the Titans in their current state. So a, a lot a lot of footballs are going to be placed in the belly of Derrick Henry, and that's a good thing. He's going to rip some big plays, and he's going to have another monster, monster week. So, you know, just overs on – like – Again, those alternate rushing yard stuff, try to get all that plus money. Evan, let's close with uh, Green Bay and Tampa Bay. We've had a lot of interesting opinions on this game. Green Bay, about three and a half point home favorite, obviously off that terrible loss to Tommy Tommy Cutlets on Monday night. Uh, Still, you know, maybe going to make the playoffs, but have to win this game for sure. Three and a half point home favorite, total 42 against Tampa. Uh, What do we like here to close? Um, this is just a, the, the ultimate bounce-back spot for Jordan Love, who had played really good football over his previous five games, runs into Wink Martindale, 
Wink Martindale, you know, can kind of, he can be a kitchen sink guy where he'll, he'll, he'll throw it all at you and, you know, he'll, he'll change the picture on you and you're not comfortable reading the coverages. And the, 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 the Giants defense played really well uh, on Monday night. I think that the, the Buccaneers are not capable of playing well defensively at this point. They just give up career high 347 passing yards to Desmond Ritter, who didn't even really play that well in the game. Missed B. John Robinson for an early touchdown. It was just a horrible throw. Um, you know, missing guys all over the place still wound up throwing for 347. So I think it's a huge bounce back spot for Jordan Love. I think he's going to be an awesome DFS play. Um, and I, I would look at like overs on his passing yardage. Evan, if you get the chance, by the way, to check out like our live streams, we have these like fancy new guest graphics that we've rolled out, which look awesome. I don't know when this picture is that's taken. I know you've been rocking the facial hair for a long time. This is you like clean shaven with like a like Cubs hat and a Cubs shirt. I like to know where our guys found this picture. I, love, I feel like you like this picture. You look great in the picture. Uh, we appreciate the time as always, my friend, on Twitter at Evan Silva. Check out EstablishTheRun.com. Follow them on Twitter at EstablishTheRun and the ETR NFL podcast. Good luck with the bets tonight. Good luck with the bets this weekend. And we look forward to catching up with you soon. Thanks, guys. Evan Silva joining us here on You Better, You Bet. Gotta tell you, love the Derrick Henry thought. Love the Derrick Henry thought. Also starting Derrick Henry in a couple fantasy football playoff games. Let's go big dog coming up this weekend. And we didn't we didn't talk about this with uh well offensive rookie of the year. Like I I honestly think Stroud wins, even if he misses the rest of the season. But like coach of the year, the other you might because you might look at the the market for that, and we'll do comeback in a second. But one thing I kind of like glossed over when I mentioned the three improvement coaches. Ryan, Steichen, and Payton, who do you like? Who would you bet on? It's kind of subjective. Like, who do you think would win out in the minds of voters if they if they all played pretty well down the stretch? You'll notice that, like, versus last week's price and the week before, Ryan's price, even though, like, nobody wants Campbell, nobody wants McDaniel, those are going up. Ryan's is going up, too. Like, he's becoming, like, his price is getting greater. And there's a really simple explanation for that, which is what's happening in the betting market for all three teams, right? Like, the Colts are a favorite to win their they're small favorite. But they're, like, if the market holds and, like, the most likely thing happens in every game. Peyton loses, Ryan's loses, Steichen wins. So if you're wondering why Steichen's getting bet a lot in this market, play out the games. What happens next week? Like, oh, oh, by the way, Ryan's and Steichen play at the end. Steichen hosts the game. We don't know how many healthy bodies Houston will now have down the stretch of the season. So, like, I actually, I don't mind betting Ryan's. Like, if you wanted to view this as, the, you know, uh, the way Chernoff does. Market's gone crazy play back on Houston like Houston can definitely win this game like this is not an auto loss for the Texans like if they were playing the Chiefs this week or the Bills or the Niners or the Cowboys whatever but like if you're wondering why the prices are moving like that like it's it's just it's Stroud and it's the way the market's shaped now for the Titans game so like Ryan's can definitely still win though like don't I mean a three-point favorite's a three-point favorite but like Texans are going to win that game. Even if you trust the betting market, Texans are going to win that game 40% of the time. Like, so it's just, it's, that's why the market's moving that way. But it's worth noting, like, that might affect your, like, you might pick Steichen or Sean Payton or someone else instead of D'Amico Ryans for that reason. Just like that's, that should be an important part of your handicap too. Absolutely love it. All right. Um, you want to, uh, should we start comeback player of the year here? Yeah. Big time. All right. <laughs> Hang on, let me get my, let me get my, uh, we'll do that. It's like that four picture turning into the clown thing. Like when they get the makeup on and the nose and the wig. <laughs> Wait, you know, not yet, man. Yeah. Not yet. Uh, so at BetMGM, yeah. so worth noting, like, and can't even mention this in the interview with Evan, but we'll talk about Joe Flacco for this award. Just like, he's not, he's not listed right now at BetMGM. He's definitely listed at other sports books. He's on the screen uh, Flacco, right now. Not, 
So oh, is he? At some, at some MGM, he's on the screen. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay, so I guess he in is listed. I, I was yeah. I was on a BetMGM Sportsbook today, and I did not see it. So he is listed, though. So God bless. And the king of sportsbooks, I should have known. Damar Hamlin is your favorite, minus 500. Tua Tonga-Vailoa uh, is plus 500. Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson, both at 15 to 1. Baker Mayfield at 20. Aaron Rodgers at 30. I just, you know, whatever. Kyler Murray at 50. Uh, and Joe Flacco. I'm not sure what his price is, but uh, Flacco listed as well. Ken, uh, comeback player of the year, Ken. Yeah, and we'll carry this into the next segment. Uh, <laughs> how do I even want to start this? I, uh, I don't know if any of this matters. I don't know if anything I'm going to say matters. We, nobody knows. Uh, we don't know. The very, very limited information we get this time of year about this award is like inconsequential. There's a, a guy who uh, I think used to write for Football Outsiders is like a pro football writers association member did his awards thoughts this week. Uh, his name escapes me right now, but the name is irrelevant. Just that's like the credentials and did this market and literally just goes like, I can't vote for Demar Hamley. He didn't he didn't play like I can't vote for him. And there's still that out there a little bit. Now, again, I don't know if any of this matters. We might get to the end and it was it was Hamlin the whole time. Uh, just I, I, and I, all I would add is the counter to that is I think it's okay to be really skeptical. I think like all the people that seem to think they a hundred percent know don't. And like, I still think there's some ambiguity here, so I can be wrong, but like I, nobody knows for sure. I would just start with that. A little comeback player of the year coming up on the other side, and we'll start giving you our bets for tonight. Still to come bets in the NBA, NHL, and then side total and props, the chargers and the Raiders. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Our pal Jake Hassan, a real some bitch for this one because this is our, my favorite song and we don't have time to roll it up because we have too much to do on the show. But thank you to Jake for playing it. Uh, we'll get to all of our bets for tonight as we move along. NBA, NHL, side total and props for the Chargers and the Raiders. But we got to finish up P-squared, B-squared NFL Awards. Jake, bring that music up, please. Uh, and let's continue our conversation, Ken, on Comeback Player of the Year. I will reread the market at BetMGM. Damar Hamlin, minus 500. Tua Tungavailoa, plus 500, the second choice. Um, Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson, both at 15-1. to 1. Baker Mayfield and Joe Flacco at 20. Aaron Rodgers is 30. Kyler Murray is 50. Yeah, and I just, uh, you know, started by saying, like, I, I don't know if any of this is going to matter. Like, may, maybe it's always Hamlin and n none of the things down the stretch matter. Um, there are a couple things we know are true. Uh, we know that generally how players close has a huge impact on award voting uh, in all sports. And that doesn't have to just be true in the NFL. Uh, and the most likely way this plays out is Hamlin doesn't play in any of the games. And some of these players that you mentioned play well um I, you know who i don't know but uh that has to be considered and uh and just the weirdness of this award this year which we've gone over a number of times so we don't have to go back over like how bizarre hamlin is as an award candidate uh and be like the first time in major sports history that a guy doesn't play basically at all and wins an award be like the first time i think that's ever happened we've had players that have played half a season players that are you know sort of like interesting circumstances nothing remotely close to this um so it'll just be i i'm like really I just want candidates to materialize because I'm fascinated to see how it's going to play out. Uh, and it might play out in a way that's in my favor or it might not. Now, if the question is like, so if you if you disagree with the premise and you think this market's 
just like not worth betting at all, that's totally fine. It's an acceptable answer. It's a very big favorite. I mean, we didn't talk about defensive rookie today, and Carter is as big a favorite as Hamlin is, to be fair. So like, you can definitely feel that way. If you do, if you're like, okay, well, let's say I like at least somewhat agree to the idea that, or I'm open-minded to the idea that Hamlin can be beaten in this market by someone who closes strong. And if Hamlin doesn't play, and I guess it's worth noting, like, Micah Hyde still didn't practice, I think, today with a stinger. I don't know if he practiced today or not. He didn't practice yesterday. Like, him not playing would open the door, potentially, for Hamlin being active. But you need multiple safety injuries for him to play on defense um, because they would only play him on special teams. So, like, I don't even know if you get a lot out of that. But it's just worth noting and worth following. And, like, you want to check the inactives on Sunday um, against Dallas. So, anyway, um, if you're open-minded to the idea that uh, that he could, that he somebody else can win the question is like all right who and basically the market has kind of collected this group of quarterbacks who are all flawed um but who all kind of have like a fringe case for the award currently uh you know if you're just kind of be like all right who is likely to play the best if you want to approach the question that way approaching it subjectively i don't know if that gets you anywhere but uh pro you know if you're just performance based matthew stafford's the most likely to play well you know, a home game against the commanders I mean, like it's that's that's an easy answer to the question um no matter how much you like the other candidates and like whether they're going to impact a number of the games too like it like he he is very likely to play very well um so that could be the price that drops the most that would be one way to approach it like bet someone whose price is going to drop if it's just when we get to the end who has kind of a narrative performance-based case that maybe like wins this in a traditional fashion as opposed to like an untraditional uh candidate like hamlin is then you know i think you you have kind of a you know the half-baked candidate theory that like all these guys are okay but there's not one true good one you know they all have flaws uh stafford i think he's actually won this award previously but like okay like is, is that is that the perfect case he has to play really well down the stretch to kind of match what previous winners have done. Would he kind of get enough buzz going for this market to win? Hasn't really happened yet. No one's really talking about him for this award. So that's kind of his flaw is that he's not really on the radar right now. Russell Wilson got talked about for this award endlessly for a couple of weeks, then lost to Houston. And the kind of the bloom came off the rose a little bit. But like they play Saturday night against Detroit, they win that game. What's the conversation? It's exactly the same as it was a couple of weeks ago. Sean Payton was going to win coach of the year and then he wasn't somehow for one game and now he's back again. And I think he's like the most likely winner. Um, so that's how this stuff works. It's week to week. Like Wilson could definitely win. Baker Mayfield could win, but like they're the case there is tougher, like underdog, like three and a half point dog on Sunday and like the record won't be as good as Russell Wilson a lot of the time, but like you could make that argument. And then the last player is Joe Flacco. Look, the cons for him are very obvious. He's, he's Joe Flacco. He's the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. He's been there for about five seconds and he has like six touchdown passes. Also, he has by far the best story of all the candidates and it's not even close. And if he closed well, like I just be like, even if you love Hamlin for this, just be honest, like, you can kind of see this coming, right? Like, if he closes well and they make the play, like, just be honest, like, it could be a finalist. for the There's going to be three finalists, unless the NFL just, like, gets rid of that, too, for some reason. Um, you know, like, I just, you could see this coming a little bit, plays well. See how he does Sunday against the Bears with apparently me starting at right tackle and Nick at left tackle. We'll see how it goes. That's uh, problematic, these are all, by like, the way. Yeah, these are all, again, these are, there's no perfect candidate. You'd there's be no pretty good. Case. Yeah. You'd be okay as a fill-in. I'm getting bulldozed on every play. I just 
well, I'm getting bulldozed too. I guess I just like there's I, I provide like point one seconds more resistance to an edge rusher or something. Yeah, it's like, just Tyler writes in the chat. Let's see my kick steps. Right, exactly. So I don't know. I like uh, the motion that, that I pick up my kids all the time. That's actually kind of like a blocking motion, actually, um, which Nick will, get, Nick will get used to eventually too. So just look, is there like an awesome money making opportunity here? No, because even if you thought Hamlin could be beat, you'd have to settle on one of four guys maybe that have a chance. I don't think Lamar is ever going to win this, but I can be wrong. I don't think two is ever going to win, but I can be wrong. Um, you still have to settle on a guy to bet, and you can't bet all of them. That seems like a terrible idea with how the prices would work out. So you're kind of like, maybe something here, but uh, I don't know. I, I almost I, I think there might be a betting opportunity at some point a little bit later, and what you would basically need Obviously, you need the string of inactives to continue for Hamlin. You really need these this pool of candidates to condense into one or two, where it's like, all right, like Stafford loses or nobody cares. Like Flacco really catches fire or Russell Wilson beats Detroit. Like then at least like let's get this to one guy or two guys. And then that's how you actually start to have the conversation and see it take place in the media. And then how does that go? Um, that can't happen yet. That has to happen after this week or the next couple of weeks. So I'm not... We're not closing the book on it yet. I've kind of been in and out on this for weeks. Haven't really been betting a lot for like two months on this market and and kind of like resigned to that maybe it was never going to be a thing. But a little bit of new life, I think, in terms of just, uh, the, you know, the candidates playing a little better, Hamlin not playing. It's at least stirring the pot a little bit from a discussion standpoint in an interesting way. And, uh, and we'll see how it plays out for the next few weeks. Let me toss this out there and then we can we can start giving our bets for tonight. So I think like, you know, if you have positions against Hamlin in this market, you're probably hoping, honestly, right, that he just is not is not active the rest of the year and doesn't and yeah. doesn't play. Um, let's say Mike and Micah Hyde did not practice again today. Let's say that Micah Hyde does not play. DeMar Hamlin's active on Sunday, gets into the game, gets torched by I'm making this by Brandon Cooks on a long touchdown and like he plays poorly. Does that matter? Or is it just like he's on the field, doesn't matter how bad he is or how good he is. The fact that he's playing is all that matters. Yes, I'll tell you. Well, uh, I'll give you my opinion just as someone who is heavy positioned against him. Like, what am I hoping for? Right? Like, I got the tickets. What do I want to happen? Um, I would like him to be irrelevant. Not even in the picture. Like, I don't want him on the screen. I don't want him involved in the plays because then we're talking about it. I don't want us to talk about it at all. I want him to not play. Um, so that when it gets to the end of the year, it's like he wasn't even, he didn't, wasn't even a part of the season. Almost. He wasn't even relevant to what took place because that's the that's the case that you would make against voting for him. Fair enough. All right. Comeback player of the year here on You Better You Bet. All right. More Peace Word, Peace Word Awards coming up next week on the show. We stand on the precipice of week 15 in the National Football League. Ken, I'll... Uh... Dealer's choice here. Would you rather do some NBA bets or NHL bets right now? What do you want to do first? Uh, we got we got a lot of time. Let's do let's do, do NBA. I guess. Yeah. Oh baby, what is NBA? Let's. Uh, you know what that means, Jake? It's time to queue up the best of the best. Nick and Ken have been in the betting gym doing spreadsheet curls and prop lifts, getting ready for their biggest opponent yet. The NBA. And thanks to their training, they're now ready. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Ready for whatever may come. 
And when it comes to the sports books, they'll show. No mercy. With their NBA best of the best on You Better You Bet. I got, uh, I got bad news. I got some bad news for everyone. Uh, not for tonight, but as we move forward. Um, and look, maybe I'm, I'll be wrong about this and like the gravy train actually like won't come to an end. Uh, Tyler Hero has apparently told the media in Miami that he expects to be back next Monday or next Wednesday. So I don't know if, Ken, that brings like officially an end to the Jaime Jaquez gravy train where it just goes over in every single game. It doesn't help, though. But the good news is I think we got like two or three more heat games before that happens. So just like we may be ending the end of this era here on Jaime Jaquez, which is obviously very unfortunate. Uh, so let's roll through some NBA bets that we like for tonight. Ken, I got a bunch of props that I like, maybe like one side here. What's your favorite side for tonight in the NBA? We can start bandying all of this about. Yeah, I mean, why don't we just uh, going forward? Like, I I hate betting totals, and you're really good at props, Me too. and I like betting and I like betting sides. So, like, best of the best should be the best of the best, which for me is going to be side bets. Like, that's going to be the thing I like the most, and for you, it's probably going to be props. And, and I'm going to tell your side bets. See, see, those uh, will be those will be yeah. my side bets. We'll be just telling you on yours. Right. That's a, <laughs> a long losing streak betting totals for Ken <laughs> Barkley. Uh, that I will say sides tonight, and I guess props would that be the same case, right? a little problematic tonight because we don't have almost any injury clarity. If we did it next segment, we wouldn't have any injury clarity then either. The first game starts at 740 Eastern. There's a bunch of late games. There's a bunch of injuries. Like, is Paul George going to play for the Clippers? Who is playing in the Jazz Blazers game for anyone? Uh, is Dorian Finney-Smith going to play for the Nets on a smaller level? Bigger level is Anthony Edwards and Jane McDaniels. Are they going to play for the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight against Dallas in like a really interesting game? We, we, we know that everyone's out for Miami except for, except for Jimmy Butler. Uh, and and we we know that Jalen Brown's I guess going to play for the Celtics, so we kind of know all that stuff. Uh, I have I have to do some if thens here if that's the case. Well, in one game I don't have to. Um, I like the Kings tonight minus one and a half at home against the Thunder. They are coming off the absolute worst imaginable performance of all time against the Clippers, a game we won money on. Uh, and now you get a home game against a team that's been playing pretty well. Chet hasn't been quite as impactful. Uh, it just feels like a really, really good spot to play the Kings at a really, really short number. Uh, and the Thunder are awesome. It's just like I, I like playing teams off games like this when they're well coached and they're not like 22 years old and they're named the Detroit Pistons. Uh, so Kings minus one and a half like that tonight. And then a couple other kind of like ifs. Uh, if Anthony Edwards and McDaniels play for the Timberwolves, they'll probably become a, a short road favorite in the game. They're like pick or plus one right now, minus one in a couple places. If Edwards and McDaniels play, they should probably be like minus two or minus three. Really, really like them tonight against like half of the Dallas Mavericks. The like Luka hero ball works really well in some games and he's awesome. And uh, congrats to him on having a kid and now scoring like 95 points a game. But like, this is if, if if it's full Minnesota, there's a big difference between this team, these teams, with Dallas having so many players hurt, uh, and Minnesota off a, a loss too. So like the Timberwolves, and if Paul George plays, I actually I think I would like him to play. I'd like this to get out even more. And first game, no Draymond. I think I'll play the Warriors back. If you adjust for strength of schedule, there's not nearly the difference between these teams that you would expect. Uh, and I don't like the Clippers' home court advantage at all, especially Golden State. Obviously, same division from California. So hoping like six, six and a half with George playing. So uh, went a little long, but Minnesota if Edwards McDaniel's play like the Kings no matter what, like the Warriors want Paul George to play to get a big number coming back. A curious, just your thoughts, even if there's no bet. Maybe some other people might be curious about this as well. Uh, the Nuggets and the Nets tonight, 
Brooklyn coming off yeah. the win last night against the Suns, and it's a big no, Denver's a, no, yeah, Denver's a massive yeah. a big, great win by the Nets, a bad loss by Phoenix. Uh, the and look like we'll see what like once Beal gets fully integrated into the lineup. Like I don't think we know what this is what this is going to be yet for Phoenix. Probably something better than it's been um, this season for the Suns. Denver's a nine and a half point home favorite tonight. So this is one of those Ken where like and I've been honest with people. I kind of like, I'm lost a little bit with size thus far this year. I look at this point spread and think, wow, that's a huge number. The Nets just beat the Suns last night. Denver's probably going to win by 50. <laughs> what do, you, what, do you have an opinion on the game, even if you're not betting it? I mean, the spread is much larger than like any rating would make the difference between the teams. And it's for a really specific reason. Like a, a known angle in the market is back-to-back -back at altitude. It like gets it's like factored into the almost the opener like the eight and a half opener is too big, but that's because it has this angle factored into it. Teams that play back to back at altitude at Denver at Utah they get smoked all the time, and everybody knows it. So like Den yeah, that's why Denver's like do I want to do I want to bet the Nets? No, because I know that angle. So does everybody else. Um, no KCP kind of sucks for Denver too. If I had to bet the game. I'd probably bet the over, actually, to be honest, with the Nets and the Nuggets missing their best defensive player by far. But uh, yeah, just like I, I don't like go, going against something that like makes a ton of sense and is true historically. And that just it's the Nets find themselves in a really difficult spot tonight. All right, it's a couple of props from yours truly for tonight. I kind of also like I kind of want to bet the Jazz. Maybe I will. Maybe keep waiting. It's up to four and a half now. Yeah, and like Lowry ain't playing tonight, right? Then we don't, and like Ken said, like we we don't know that for sure yet. Oh, players are starting to get ruled out for Portland though. Markinen's officially out, so Markinen is out. All right, um, all right. How about this? I'll give out one bet now. I'll give the rest of my props so quickly on the other Great. side. Then hockey, then football to close the show. Listen, everybody, the gravy train's almost almost coming to an end here. We got a couple more games though. Let's enjoy and celebrate while we can. Jaime Jaquez tonight, over 14 and a half points. One of the last times I think we'll get to play this until Tyler Hero returns. Jaquez over points. On the other side, the rest of my props, hockey, and then side total and props, Chargers and Raiders. And making his You Better You Bet debut, the coach, Herman Edwards. How good was Herman Edwards on the show today? You got to absolutely love it here on You Better You Bet. Our executive producer is Alex Fasano. Our technical director is Tyler Morales. Our engineer, Jake the Snake Hassan. Our video producer. God's perfect creation. Downtown, Mike Breezy. Coming up after us, a four-hour live betting extravaganza known to you and yours as BetMGM Tonight. Don't you dare miss a second. Coming up after us here on the BetQL Network. All right, Jake, do we have like the uh, the, the music for, uh, you know, the, uh, the rest of the NBA bets? If so, can you bring it up? And uh, rest of my props. So we talked about Jaime Jaquez overs, right? Love the Jaime Jaquez props over tonight. Over 14 and a half points. Let's also... While the gravy train is rolling here for Kobe White. Let's play Kobe White over 20 and a half points tonight for the Chicago Bulls in that same game with the Bulls in the Heat. Kobe White over 20 and a half points. I got on that train late, but better late than never, right? Hit it the other night. Let's go back to the well with Kobe White tonight. So Hawkes over, Kobe White over. Now that Lowry Markinen's out, I feel even better about this bet. And they, they started together the other night. Uh, Simone, Fon Simone Fontecchio, the real Italian stallion. Go kick rocks, Tommy DeVito. It's all about Simone Fontecchio. Over 13 and a half points tonight for your Utah Jazz. And Ken gave you a couple if-thens for sides in the NBA tonight. I got an if-then in the prop market tonight. So for the Portland Trailblazers, Jeremy Grant has been ruled out for tonight. DeAndre Ayton and Malcolm Brogdon are both questionable. If, like, one or both misses tonight, 
I love the shade and sharp over 21 and a half points prop for the Portland Trailblazers. Um, if like Brogdon, I guess Brogdon's the one that would screw this up potentially. If Brogdon plays, I don't like it. If Brogdon's out, shade and sharp over 21 and a half points. He's been scoring a lot and like the absence of some players. So Kobe White points over. Jaime Jaquez points over. Simone Fontecchio points over. And assuming Malcolm Brogdon's out for Portland, we'll play the shade and sharp points over. And because I'm a masochist, I'll bet a side tonight in the NBA. I'll take the Jazz plus four and a half. But just keep in mind, if you're looking to tail me on sides, in which case, get your freaking head examined. Uh, I suck at it this year. So there you go. Full transparency. I'm awful. Uh, I'll, I'll put a couple bucks on the, the geez, Louise. I can't win a bet on an NBA side to save my life. Give me the Jazz plus the four and a half tonight. Uh, on the road in Portland. And those are our NBA bets for tonight. NFL bets are on the way, but hockey bets now with Bets of Steel. It's time for Nick and Ken's Hockey Bets. Drop the puck. It's Bets of Steel. Jake, uh, drop the puck. Uh, how many times? Eight. Jake, drop the puck. Uh, how about this? Somewhere in between seven and seven hundred million times for the money Shohei Otani is going to make, aka eight. Drop the puck. 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 Tyler jokes in the chat, asking to drop it sixty-nine times. Nice. Oh, we'll get to that. In the football offseason. But have Jake drop the puck for a full segment and see how it goes. We'll be right back. Well, it's, it's hour number three here in, you know, July. There's nothing to talk about. Jake, drop the puck from, from the 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time, please. All right, Ken. Uh, bets for tonight, please, in the National Hockey League. Yeah, a few things that I like. I think we're going to be in agreement on this, uh, this Blue Senators game. You know the name of the interim coaches, by the way? I had to look it up in the break. Remember those guys' name? Uh, Bruno, Bruno, I, know, I, don't, I don't. I don't remember. Drew Bannister, you know Rogers' oh, grandson. Bri- oh, I was gonna say like uh, Brian's but, brother. Right. So, uh, <laughs> slide, slide or like Drew slide down the banister. No, oh, nice. Yeah, Blue's hopefully gonna break the uh, five-minute mile, four-minute mile, whatever the hell he did. So anyway, uh, I, they're plus money. I think Ottawa's bad. They play, Ottawa's played like half the games of every other team in the NHL. I think they might just be bad. And we just don't know yet because they played like eight games. And they're a road favorite tonight. So uh, Blues, I think we're in agreement on that. Uh, I'm going to play the Capitals if Urson's, if Urson of interest is going to start for the Flyers. I thought it was going to be Carter Hart. It's not. There's a big difference. Uh, Caps plus money seems like a pretty good idea. Even though I love the Flyers, just don't like playing uh, on them with their backup goalie. And then I'm going to play the under in the Panthers-Canucks game think Demko might be back hope he might be back really good start the other night had like a prolonged like three four start stretch gave up a ton of goals to the devils uh home start against the panthers who can't score a lot Bobrovsky's metrics like week by week have been improving as the season goes along and you get a six and a half total tonight a little dangerous like those teams can obviously go crazy but under in that game so blues capitals and then panthers canucks under I'm surprised you're not taking the old uh, the Canucks on the money line tonight against Florida. Like a pretty a pretty awesome game. That's the game of the night in the NHL. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I love the Canucks. I want them to win every game. I would never trust them in games like this. <laughs> like ever. Uh, it's I'm like the also, Devils game all over again. Yeah. 
I'm also surprised, Ken, that you don't have any bets on either Edmonton or Toronto tonight. Well, like, I think Edmonton's really likely to win. They're 175. Like, I, like isn't that just right? Well, you could puck line them. Like, is Tampa? I'm going to puck line somebody oh. against Tampa. Victor Hedman is out tonight, by the way, for Tampa. People are curious. All right. I had Flyers money line written down. <laughs> cross it off. Cross it off the list. Because, you know, Carter Missing Arsons. Yeah. Listen. How does Ruby Soho go, the rancid song? Destination unknown. Ruby, 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 Ruby the Soho. Ruby Soho. Yeah, it's a great, I haven't heard it in a long time. Yeah. Craig, Craig, Burr, Ruby fired. And here comes Bannister. And you know what that means? Dead coach bounce. Just kidding. Craig, Craig Burr, Ruby's alive. Also, he's a Stanley Cup yeah. champion. Also, he got fired. So let's let's take his replacement. Bannister, slide, slide down, baby. St. Louis Blues tonight, obviously. Duh. Uh... You know what? Ken might be right about this Panthers-Canucks game. I'll bet the under also. I would like to bet the Canucks to win, but I'll, I'll bet the Canucks uh, under in that game. And then I will parlay a pair of Canadian teams on the puck line tonight. The Edmonton Oilers against the Tampa Bay Lightning with no Victor Hedman. Edmonton's won eight straight games. They're going to make it nine. And then I think the Maple Leafs might be onto something after their annihilation of the Rangers the other night. And they come home to take on the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight. Toronto on the puck line. So I'll parlay two puck lines, Toronto and Edmonton, to both win by multiple goals. Now, those are the bets of steal for Thursday night in the National Hockey League. All right, NFL bets to close now. Jake the Snake kindly dropped the dope-ass beat. How about our show sponsor? How about him? BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM offering some of the best odds in the game for NFL first touchdown props and the futures market all season long. Lines on the move for every game in week 15 right now. Check them out by downloading the BetMGM app and visiting BetMGM.com. Also, check out the BetMGM YouTube page and you can watch my Board of Spreads video. Support your boy. Go to the BetMGM YouTube page and check out the Board of Spreads. Also, check out the BetQL app for the tools you need to take down the sportsbooks, including five-star plays like Zamir White under rushing yards with Josh Jacobs going to miss this game for Las Vegas. Ken, uh, bets here, side in total, please. Uh, the market currently at BetMGM. And Alex, give me the injury information that we have, please. Raiders, a three-point home favorite, a flat three. The total here is 35 and a half. I, uh, I think I'm just going to bet a couple props in this game. I, I have no idea what to bet for side in total. Like, no clue at all. Uh, I guess I guess I would bet the over if I had to, but I don't want to, and I'm not going to. Um, passing props, I'm going to bet uh, O'Connell unders. So that's going to be yards will be, like, the biggest position probably. Uh, I might bet completions attempts under as well. Um, just the idea being he doesn't have to finish the game, and Antonio Pierce kind of tipped his hand when he was thinking about not playing O'Connell anyway. And then for the Chargers, uh, I'm going to play Easton Stick to be good. So that's uh, over on pass yards. That's uh, to throw a touchdown pass tonight. And then a couple of his receivers to go over as a result of him being good. Uh, I'll play Quentin Johnston over. And then do I, I guess I can't play Palmer with the snap count thing, right? Like I can't play him if that's I, like the thing. I, I mean, I guess. I. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of stinks. Is it just Johnston? Like, I don't, I don't know if anything else is like, it's like Gerald Everett over. That seems like a terrible idea. There's still other uh, tight well, ends. Well, this is like Donald Parham is like a, a kind of a surprise inactive tonight for the Chargers. And then oh, factor into one of the, Everett. Yeah. All right, fire it up. Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll, like, I'll give you some runway here. Uh, O'Connell unders. What the hell is Easton Stick? <laughs> what the hell is this guy's name? Easton Stick over pass yards. Quentin Johnston over receiving yards. Everett over receiving yards. I'm done. Go ahead. Okay, 
Uh, I'm going to bet the Chargers. Do I, What about the over in the game? No, I'm good. I'll just I'll be good with these like seven bets. I'm okay. All right, I'm gonna bet Chargers plus three. So I'm on the I, I bet it up. I bet it already. So Chargers plus three is my side bet in the game. All right, let's uh, let's just get to it here. Prop King, and I'll give out a bunch of props coming up for the game tonight, including some anytime. Questions. Now approaching the betting window, it is your Prop King, Nick Costos. All hail King Costos! All hail King Costos! By the way, worth noting, uh, Brian Hoyer's inactive tonight for the Raiders, so if Aiden O'Connell is benched, Jimmy Garoppolo will be the quarterback that comes in. There's like some kind of like maybe like maybe Hoyer would come in, just like we said yesterday, it was absolutely insane. Let's actually start in the anytime touchdown market for tonight, and I'm going to give out three. So with uh, Donald Parham um, inactive for tonight, um, you know, is it smart to bet stone? Are you stoned if you bet smart? We weren't last time because he scored against the Green Bay Packers. Let's go back to the well here. Yeah, stone smart uh, anytime touchdown. It's a, it's not a great price. So get the best price. Stone smart anytime touchdown for the Los Angeles Chargers. Also, with uh, Keenan Allen out, target's got to go somewhere. How about Alex Erickson, who played ahead of Jalen Guyton last week? And Alex Erickson, obviously, is very familiar with Easton Stick. Both played on the second team for a long time. Alex Erickson, anytime touchdown for the Chargers, that's a big price. And then Isaiah Spiller should have shorter touchdown odds than Josh Kelly. Spiller was the Chargers' number two running back last week. He has longer odds. Spiller, anytime touchdown tonight for the Bolts. And for the props, I like a lot of the same stuff that Ken does and let's like I, I want to spray the board tonight because I think this is going to be a really fun game so Aiden O'Connell unders I think that's like my favorite of the bunch Quinton Johnston overs like actually makes me like physically ill to say it Quinton Johnston over 31 and a half receiving yards I'll, I'll add Alex Erickson over receiving yards also that's 11 and a half that just got posted a few minutes ago by BetMGM so a bunch of props tonight some anytime touchdown bets that I like as well Ken enjoy the night good luck with all the bets I'll talk to you tomorrow on a phenomenal football Friday Go East and stick. Be average, please. <laughs> please. Until we meet again, dear listener and dear viewer, I'm Nick Costos wishing you minimal sweats, winning bets. The absolute very best of luck. Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.